Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome back to another Surreal Shore production. And we are finishing Teen Mob 3 season only. Today with me, I have, as always, my wonderful co-host, Miss Justine. How you doing? I'm good now that we got all this bullshit with technology sorted out. I mean, knock on wood. Yeah, no shit. It ain't over till it's over. <laughs> oh, God. Technology, as we all know, I... My fucking computer crashed last week, and now Justine and I took the day to plan out recording not one, but two episodes, and, like, everything technology-related has been going wrong ever since we started. Yep, I'm, like, I'm not even moving my microphone. <laughs> Normally, I hold it so I can, like, lay back in my chair and be uh -huh. lazy, but I'm, like, sitting up like a proper lady right now at my desk because I'm just, like, afraid to move this. Yeah, but... you're not moving at all. Yeah. No. Mm -mm. <laughs> Use those abs. <laughs> well, other than technology crap, what else is going on with you? Do you got anything you're watching? Anything you're excited for? We had the Rumble this weekend. Yeah, the Royal Rumble is fun. That's always my favorite. It's always the best time of year to watch wrestling. It's really the only time when I'm fully invested from January to WrestleMania. Uh -huh. Um, I was a little disappointed in the Rumble this year. Normally, I like when legends come out. Uh, yeah. There was no legends in either match. Andretti returned in the male match, and that was the biggest kind of return. Um, yeah, uh, but it was still fun. And and uh, obviously, the NFL, the Super Bowl is coming up, and we mm -hmm. all know how I feel about that. So I'm not even <laughs> going to go on a tangent. Um, yeah. What about you? Uh, let's see. We watched the Rumble, too. So I had it so my husband put our kid to bed so I could watch it. Uh, I didn't want to miss any of it. It was the first. Well, that's not true. It's the first Rumble I've watched live because I got into wrestling, I think, last year right after the Royal Rumble. Um, so I was super excited, wanted to watch it from beginning to end. And the ladies were first, which I was super excited for that. Um, and really enjoyed it. And then I w went and my husband fell asleep in my daughter's bed with her, as you do. So I like went to go wake him up. And then he came out to the living room and he's like, I have to watch the guys. <laughs> like, you couldn't even like have me watch the ladies one with you. I'm like, I know. Sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, we gave her. I wish Maxine would have made it a little further. I really like her and I like Alpha Academy a lot too. I, I want Braun Breaker to join Alpha Academy. I think that would be fantastic. But I just think it'd be funny to have him in there, but he's just like too intense for the rest of them to handle. Like when they're doing a spot or whatever and he just like goes off and they're all like, okay, yeah. Like, I just think that would be funny. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, like I said, I can't believe Hulk didn't make some sort of appearance like literally at the rumble, not just that pre-recorded spot. Um, yeah, I'm excited to see what happens next. I'm assuming. Let's see. Who do you think Bailey's gonna pick? Probably EO, right? Hmm. I was thinking Rhea, but I don't know. Do they work together? Because I think Bailey and EO used to, and now they don't. I don't watch SmackDown, really. Yeah, I'm not following at all. Like I said, I don't really follow okay. until this time of year. So, Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm hoping for Rhea. Don't get me wrong. But, I mean, I don't think 
Bailey stands a chance. It'll be fun, I guess. I don't know. People were saying how Bailey really carried WWE during like the pandemic. So they're giving her, her the attention she deserves now. So I'm in. And then Cody Rhodes, I don't know. That's not the final two I would have really rooted for. I did think it was kind of exciting when it was Punk versus Rhodes. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of like, oh, the like the bad guy, not the bad guy, but you know, the like go against the grain dude next to like the golden boy. And that was kind of fun. Uh, but I just thought it would have been a little too, a little too much for Punk to win right away, you know? Yeah, I agree with that. I don't, I don't really care who won the Royal Rumble. I just like need Roman Reigns to get rid of that fucking belt. Like it's ridiculous at this point. Yeah. It's like, I literally, I knew he wasn't, the belt wasn't going to change hands, but during that fatal four-way when Randy had him pinned and then, like, uh, the other Uso, like, pulled him out of the ring, what's his name, yeah. Sokoa. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, I literally solo. screamed. I was like, oh, God. So I was super excited for that match. I fucking love LA Knight. I love that motherfucker. Um, and, of course, Randy Orton. I was excited to watch him. But I didn't even realize it till after, but I totally got distracted during that match. I fully stopped paying attention. And then I overheard that Reigns won, and I kind of just was like, well, of course he did. Yeah. So it's like all these big dudes, these huge wrestlers, and then it wasn't even that great of a match, but... No. That's all right. It was still fun. I'm so glad I watched it. It was fun. Yeah. yeah. It's, always, it's one of the best pay-per-views. But other than that, we are down to the finale of Bupkiss. We haven't watched it yet. It took a turn I was not expecting. Like, that's episode six to seven or whatever. Like, I felt like the beginning of it was so upbeat and funny, and all of a sudden it's like, spoiler alert, Pete Davidson's a drug addict and has to go to rehab. And I was like, when did that happen? Yeah. Like, I know what it did, but it just kind of took a turn when's art show up is it in the finale or did i miss him he's in the finale and he's only in it for like 10 seconds that's okay there was a scene when they were in like a haunted house or something last episode and i was waiting for him to show up and i'm like is there like an after credits scene i'm missing like what's going on okay cool yeah he's Uh, in the finale unfortunately with machine gun kelly oh sure yeah i saw he was gonna be on but yeah, really enjoyed Bupkiss. Um, we wrapped up the bear last week and enjoyed that. I don't really care too much for the Oscars. I, I've only seen Barbie, so I'm rooting for Barbie. It's like me every year. It's like I've seen one of these. Woo-hoo! Yeah, exactly. Um, so we're watching Girls right now. Yes. And the dude from the bear just showed up in Girls. I did like the Leo DiCaprio. Uh-huh. Point. Like, that's cousin on the bear. Des- Desi, yeah uh so cousin is desi to me like that's what i know him as and they're Mm -hmm. really not that different of characters i mean they have different backstories but they like that dude if he was like that in real life it wouldn't surprise me i guess is what i'm saying right and he's also in no hard feelings with jennifer lawrence oh okay was that good i liked it yeah i thought it was hilarious he plays like her ex-boyfriend at the beginning of it Okay, right on. Mm. But uh, yeah, I think that's that's it with me in terms of what I'm watching and listening to and stuff. I'm just listening to the usuals. You know, I 
I love the girls over it. We love to hate everything. You guys, of course. Um, I love movies that made us gay. Best supporting pods. So yeah, I, I think that pretty much wraps up what my life's looked like lately. Nice. Yeah. But today <laughs> we are going we are going back to 2013 and we're gonna be talking about the ladies of Teen Mom 3. And we're doing both, we're gonna do them in separate episodes. We're doing both like the penultimate episode and the finale of season only. And yeah, the first episode's called Taking Chances and aired November 4th of 2013. And we open up with Alex. Would you like to lead the way here? Or am I doing Alex? I've been busy working and I haven't heard from Matt since he got kicked out of the halfway house a week ago. But I hope he's around to see Arabella on her first birthday in a few days. <laughs> and then Alex and her friend Sabrina and her sister all go out for ice cream. And Alex tells them that she was going to invite Matt to Arabella's birthday. But she knows that like there's really no point because everyone is going to be holding her and passing her around and stuff. And it's Matt. So he's just going to be sitting in the corner and bitching. And she's like, I have this plan. I'm going to invite him over on her actual birthday so that we as a family can just spend the day together. He hasn't seen her at all. So he needs to see her one on one type of thing. I actually kind of agree with mm -hmm. her on this. I think it makes more sense. What about you? Oh, I agree. You don't want to set yourself up for even more failure on it because there's so much work that goes into these fucking parties that they don't even remember. I don't even know what the fuck's going on. Um, but no, I think that this is the best situation. Um, I mean, we haven't seen Matt in, I want to say, like three episodes. Ever since he left for rehab, we know that he got kicked out. But I think it's better just to keep him, keep kind of the ball in his court in a way. Like, you know, I'm not letting you around my kid unless I know that it's safe, but I'm not completely cutting you out, you know? I just love how they go to these fucking teen mom staple painting places when they like paint a mug or a plate <laughs> i know because it's like we need to film where are we gonna film we like we can't have you like in the same place at all times but like you're too young to like go to a bar and get a drink like mm -hmm. where the hell are we gonna film? exactly um Excellent. but yeah and Marina, I think is her name. Sabrina, Marina, whatever. She is hungover as fuck in this scene. I don't know if you noticed, but I felt like she had no energy. It's like, have you been partying with those dudes from the fucking whatever hole in the wall venue from that concert last episode? <laughs> yeah. For sure. Um. So yeah, her and Marina are like doing their um painting thing, their mug. Alex like puts paint on the bottom of the baby's foot and the baby like hates it. <laughs> and we also find out that Alex talked to her dad um, and her dad was never in like I don't think he was even mentioned before this I need to go back and watch her 16 and pregnant episode because I don't even remember from that if the, if this was mentioned but like her and her dad have kind of an estranged relationship at this point because he's still upset mm -hmm. with her that she had a kid so young mm -hmm. yeah it reminds me of Kate Kate Baltiera and her dad, kind of, like that dynamic. Like, he's not around, but he's a phone call away. You know, the guy who uh, Kate's, like, begging people to donate money so his 90-day fiancé chick can come to the U.S., even though she makes six figures a year. She has to ask us, people who make 40 k a year, to donate, you know? 
Oh my god. Caitlin so that's a, so stupid of her. Yeah, it's the audacity, I tell ya. Like you could fly her over right now, I'm sure. I know Leah didn't even ask for donations for her sister's 90-day fiance situation, and that's Leah. People keep commenting like this is the 90-day crossover I never knew I needed. And that's like, well, where were you guys when Leah's sister guess we're having a Costa Rican baby? it's like you don't have to do that but that was the 90 day crossover i needed that would have been fantastic but too late now i was thinking of kate and ty yesterday when i was watching the lions game i was like i wonder if caitlin and tyler are like losing their minds right now the lions are choking oh i don't think they care about football you think tyler cares about football I I think that they were probably into it because it's like the first time that they've like won a playoff game in 32 years since I've been alive. And it's just like a pride of Detroit type of thing. I can see like I can see them not caring all season, but like hopping on the bandwagon type of thing right now. Oh, yeah, definitely. I can see that. I just think Tyler doesn't like anything that cuts into his garage selfie time, you know? Yeah, true. But maybe he'll like put on a Lions jersey, but maybe like like very scary movie esque. He'll like roll it up so his <laughs> abs will show. Does this shirt make does me look it, gay? Does this make me look gay? How about now? <laughs> cool. <laughs> oh, sorry, it's me. <laughs> I'm waiting for you to lead, Jesus Christ. Okay, so now it's time for Arabella's birthday. And I just wanted to give a special mention to Alex's car because she has like, when you, I don't know, I'm, I'm assuming it's special markers that you're supposed to write on the car with. And people do this like, you know, when they graduate or mm-hmm. when they got married and she has happy first birthday, Arabella, all over her car. Such like a teenage girl thing to do. Like, I don't give a shit about this car right now. Um, Speaking of Detroit, the last time I was there for um, SummerSlam, we were crossing the border and there mm-hmm. was a car that had this all over and it was like, just married. Here's, here's our Venmo. Here's our PayPal. Here's our cash app. Buy me a drink. No. Here's my social security number. Exactly. <laughs> this is where my firstborn gets daycare provided to her. <laughs> here's our address. So our thing is... I still haven't heard from Matt about meeting up tomorrow, but I still want to enjoy Arabella's birthday. And I'm excited to see my dad. And this is a typical teen mom birthday at the park. Like Mm -hmm. just a random public park that they decided to like set up. Is this just an American thing? Because I don't think I've ever seen anyone do this here. I mean, I think it's a poor people thing to do. But with that being said, (laughs) I think it's smart. I think if you have a birthday in a... A month where there's nice weather i think this is perfect especially for a first birthday like i said they're so expensive the kids just gonna want to have fun they don't even know it's their birthday but somewhere where like the kids gonna enjoy themselves and there's space for everyone i think this is perfect but just compared to these instagram fucking teen mom birthdays you see these days like you look at this and it's like oh but i think it's fine and it's an american thing yes i think this is american grass parties um when we have it's not outdoors 
but do bridal showers and shit a lot in like i think they're called chalets i'm talking about so it's like at a park still but it's indoors mm-hmm. it'll, it'll just be like an empty room or whatever we do that a lot so maybe yeah it's it it just like reminds me of like caitlin and tyler's gender reveal or like just like such iconic teen mom moments have happened at these parties but um alex's dad is stuck this in traffic was yeah. i was gonna say that was baby number two with them right or three i guess technically when it was a girl and then it was the next one when it, they found out in the house it's yes a girl yes honey <laughs> sorry go on poor tyler we don't have video our video is like lagging so we can't see each other so this is fun um so it's really Alex's fun dad is allegedly stuck in traffic and wendy throws some shade here she's like that's okay you know some of us uh people are punctual and they decide to get up at 6 a.m so stuff like that doesn't happen but you know it's okay it's okay not everyone's like that it's fine i know jim catching strays i love it <laughs> this guy looks like a fucking mess though he looks like he is always in and out of jobs you know like losing them after a couple weeks he's never in a stable living situation he just shows so i'm sure what he's like completely over that ass the first place you know? um so jim sits down with alex and he's like you know, I'm still not happy about it. Like, don't get me wrong. No matter my, how much I like, I love you. I love this baby, but like, I'm still pissed. And Alex is just like kind of rolling her eyes. Um, and it's true. It's like, okay, I understand getting upset when you find out your teenager is pregnant, but the baby's a year old at this point. It's like, okay, like the deed is done. Either, like there's, there's no point in being upset with it about it now like you just have to deal with the situation like it's it's a little too little too late there dad he's trying so hard now to be like yeah i wanted things better for you you know this isn't what i wanted for my baby girl it's like okay well you weren't there in the first place so you can't come in now and be like oh like i taught you better than this like no fuck off yeah exactly like I don't know. Whatever. Um, so next scene. Even though I had fun at Arabella's party yesterday, I'm sad because today's her actual birthday and I'm hoping Matt would see her, but I never heard from him. So we see Arabella in her high chair with some cake screaming bloody murder in the first scene. And then Alex takes her to Marina's house and they're just talking about how Matt didn't show up. And Alex says she invites him to everything so that when Arabella arabella is older she can say like i i didn't cut your dad off i invited him to everything he's the one that didn't show up so makes sense mm -hmm. i forgot to mention when jim and alex are talking he's like you know you're you're 18 years old and you have the workload of someone in their 30s and when he said this i just pictured you like in your bathtub smoking a joint being like <laughs> I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I'm doing fine. <laughs> it's so funny, too, because when he said that, I thought that, too. I was like, her workload is a hundred times more than mine. Yeah. You're like. You're like yeah, you're right. 
well that wraps it up with alex um i say let's go to Mackenzie next okay. i know katie's technically next but come on now so oh here we go i got into a fight with my parents a few days ago and i still haven't talked to my mom about it and tonight i've got practice for cheer squad and we get the montage of her like doing all the crazy flips down the trampoline and stuff. And I'm just like, I want to learn backflips. I'm it's, like, so been a jealous. List of mine. Yes. I, Ever since I was a kid. I, I say to my mom all the time, I'm like, why didn't you put me in gymnastics when I was a kid? Like I would have been able to do backflips and stuff now. My kid's in gymnastics and we're about to get to the point where she can go up to the next level where like I don't have to be with her anymore. And now I I'm kind of want to put her in dance instead. So I'm like weighing the pros and cons of each one, you know, mm -hmm. like gymnastics. She's going to be an incredible athlete if she's if she wants to stay with it, that is. But also like gymnasts get so many bad injuries and like their bodies just have that wear and tear. But dance does, too. Like dance, you have different. Not injuries, but, you know, like long term stress on on your body that it's like, which one do I do? But no, I wish I would have done gymnastics from a kid up. I'm fucking jealous of these people. I know. If she does gymnastics, she's going to be like jacked. Which that'd be great. Can't really. I know. I watch. Um, uh, did you ever watch the Netflix show Cheer? No. Okay. So on that show, like all the girls have like six pack abs, like. They just, mm -hmm. they look amazing. Um, that show is very Mackenzie dark, by the way. I've heard. It, it sounds like something I'd be into. I can't believe I haven't watched it. But yeah, Mackenzie had like abs through her pregnant belly when she was pregnant mm -hmm. with Gannon. It's crazy. Yeah. So her and her gymnast friends are just chilling out. And one of her friends is like, are you supposed to be taking care of Gannon right now? <laughs> and they're talking about like the fight that happened between her and her parents and Mackenzie's just like, yeah, well, you know, I'm sure a lot of moms make mistakes and learn from them. And I'm like, yeah, but ideally it doesn't take them 10 fucking years to learn those mistakes, <laughs> Mackenzie. And we go back to Mackenzie's parents' house where Angie, Brad, and Mackenzie's two older siblings are watching Gannon. And I guess it's after 10 o'clock at night at this point. And Angie's like, yeah, it's after 10 o'clock and Gannon's passed the fuck out. You think I should put him to bed? like yeah what's with these people like her sister's just like sitting up with ganon just like on her lap like slouched over sleeping it's like do do one-year-olds not go to bed at like eight o'clock at night right i mean yes but then they get up all the time but i mean just for the sake of ease put them in their fucking bassinet or whatever and for their comfort, they're going to get a better sleep when you, they're in their room. In the park. Yeah, it's yeah, weird to it's me. Dumb. And and also, like, all of these people stay up, like, like 10 o'clock at night. Like, I'm in bed. <laughs> <laughs> they still, like, are in bras and their day wear. <laughs> yeah, I'm in my sweat. Kaylee mentions how. Yeah. Now, I'm usually, I feel like my really picks up around 10 o'clock at night, unfortunately, and that's when I get some of my best thinking and, like, chore work done. That's why I'm so fucking tired today. It's because I stayed up till midnight, like, doing dishes and 
doing my facial routine, which takes too damn long. <laughs> um, Mackenzie's sister Kaylee mentions how her parents are basically raising Gannon and they need to set some ground rules for Mackenzie, which Mackenzie does have that youngest child energy for sure, like we mentioned last episode. So I'm sure her sister's just fucking sick of her shit at this point. And Angie says how, you know, whenever they try to ask Mackenzie about Josh or they try to make suggestions, Mackenzie gets super defensive and they're worried Mackenzie will like take Gannon away. And Gannon means so, so much to them that they don't want to rock the boat. And it's like, Mackenzie's not going anywhere. Even if she were to move out with Josh, that would last for two weeks, you know? Yeah. And Mackenzie gets home and Angie sits her down to talk. And she basically just says to Mac, like, yeah, so that was pretty crazy what happened the other night. And um, I really would like to know that that's never going to happen again in my house. And Mackenzie's like, what? Do you mean me not making choices for my own son? And Angie, who's super patient with Angie, or super patient with Mackenzie, is like, no, that's not what I mean. I'm just saying you can't lash out when you get frustrated. And Gannon is our family, too. And we love him and care about him. And you need to be able to be responsible and talk things out when you're frustrated. And Mackenzie's like, well, I don't know what you want me to do. Like, he was outside, Mom. I had to leave. And Angie's like, he could have came inside, you know, when he came to pick you up. Like, there's no need for this weirdness. Like, he needs to stop disrespecting us and come in and, like, have a conversation. Like, completely normal shit. Mackenzie's like, okay, well, I guess I'm sorry for disrespecting you. And it's like, mm-mm. This would not fucking fly with me. Easier said than done, but. Yeah, and I just feel like. Is it because Mackenzie's so young she doesn't realize how crazy she's acting about Josh? Or, I don't know, I feel like Angie knows that there's something else going on with Josh because she's like, I need, I want to hang out with him. Like, I want to make sure he's, like, all there. Like, she sure. doesn't say that, but she she kind of implies it in a way. Mm-hmm. I like that, yeah. Because Josh has been around for a while. So I'm sure she has seen the difference, which I don't know. Mackenzie said over and over again how Josh acts normal off camera. But when mm-hmm. cam- the camera's on, he all of a sudden shuts down and acts like this, which I don't know. I feel like he would have cracked by now, which we kind of see later in this episode, but um, or the finale. But I agree. That's probably a big part of it. But when your child has a boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, like you do want to know them. And know where your kid is and stuff. So it's reasonable. But I just think Mackenzie, yeah, maybe it's from her being the youngest. I feel like with my sister-in-law, it was kind of like this too. Like she wasn't like Mackenzie and she's not a teen mom or anything. But the joke is, is like by the time uh, their parents had already raised three kids and it got down to her being the fourth, they were just so exhausted. It was like, yeah, just fucking do whatever. It's fine. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They just weren't as strict on her, you know? Yeah. Um. So Mackenzie brings Gannon to the most rundown park ever to meet up with Josh. There's just so much lead exposure happening here. It's fucking wild. And Josh comes up and like half-ass plays with his son. And she mentions how it would be nice 
if Josh were to come around more to hang out with the family, because you know how much my family loves you. It's like, I don't know if that's true. And he's just like, mm, okay. So Josh yeah. was high as a kite here. Something. He was like, like in a different universe. He was uh -huh. tripping on something here. There's just no fucking emotion. There is nothing happening. And so Josh agrees, I guess. I don't know. I couldn't understand him, but it, he hangs out with them. So I'm assuming as much. Mackenzie. So they go to the they they go to have a beach day with Josh and Mackenzie is excited, but worried it'll be awkward. And Brad, her dad, and Mackenzie get in the truck and go to pick up Josh from his house, we'll call it. And like when they pull up, Brad's like, go knock on the door. Mackenzie's like, no, you just have to, you just have to honk the horn. Like, I don't want to go up to the door. That's weird. And Brad's like, I'm not honking the horn in front of this house. That's ridiculous. Go knock on the door like a fucking normal person. Mackenzie's like, you're making this so weird. It's like, what the fuck? So she goes and gets him. Wait, wait, wait. Head Does Josh not have Mackenzie's a what? Does Josh not have a cell phone? I mean, he does. We see later because Mackenzie steals it from him. Right, because the because I would be like texting him as we're pulling up, like especially if you're yes. not the one driving, I'd be like, "Hey, I'm just pulling up to your house now. Like we're here, so you don't have to do either Maybe... of those things: honk or go get him." Right. Maybe one of them's out of text for the month. Right. Yes, this was that <laughs> this time. Was that... Yes. <laughs> And you know Mackenzie like bombards his phone like a motherfucker, so she probably ran out of text like a week into her plan, you know? Yep. But, uh, so Mackenzie at the lake, they're being super obnoxious. Like Mackenzie is all over Josh and makes him carry her to the jet ski in the water, which she's fully capable of just walking up to and getting on. But they go jet skiing and have a good time. And they all start talking as the sun's setting and they agree that this was a good day and how Josh should come around more. They're going to start with a clean slate and Zeke Mackenzie's brother is like, yeah, Josh, uh, I, I think we got a lot in common, you know, like I, I see us hanging out. Uh, I don't know if we have the same taste in girls though. And everyone's like, <laughs> good one, Zeke. They're acting like this is the funniest thing they've ever heard in their lives. Like they're acting like friggin' they're hanging out with Pete Davidson or something. Right. Yeah. It's like a hilarious incest joke, Zeke, which I I bet that he married someone who looks like Mackenzie. Like if we were to look him up now, you know that's what he's with, you know? Oh, for sure. Um, just yeah. like Billy Eilish's brother has like girlfriend looks weirdly like Billie Eilish oh gross I didn't know that or um did you ever watch the Netflix show QB1 I don't think it's on there anymore at least not in Canada but it's like that's this... not quarterback right that's not no. quarterback okay no it's like the it's like this docu-series where they follow high school quarterbacks and like their journey into going into college and stuff Got and it. there's this one guy on that show, Spencer Rattler. He like 
he did play for Alabama, I think now. But anyways, um, on the show, his girlfriend looked so much like his sister. Like, I could not tell them apart. They were identical Gross. twins. I was like, that is so fucking weird. I don't know. Do you ever have moments with your fiance when, like, does he, I know you don't have a good relationship with your dad, but does he say things or do things that remind you of him? Of my dad? Yeah. No. No. Oh, good for you. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that that's totally a thing that happens. Um, there's been lots of things over the years that my husband has done that it's like similar to something my dad would have done. Like they buy the same trucks, they eat the same foods or like he'll like say a joke every once in a while and I'm like oh I think my dad used to say shit like that so mm -hmm. and I think I I don't resemble his mom at all but like I think I have similar um like personality traits so mm -hmm. yeah cool I mean <laughs> just just like the sports obsession thing yeah except my dad's like one of those people that thinks that like women can't know anything about sports mm. like whenever we talk about the bills he like Josh Allen you know number 17 it's like dad I know who Josh Allen is like I I watch the game you know what I mean and uh my fiance doesn't talk to me like I'm stupid like that but love that yeah, yeah. you're like dude we were there like in Wayne's <laughs> world <laughs> hello yeah exactly uh have you gone mental? Hello? Hello? There's this band, Crucial Taunt, Smoking Hot Babe. Yeah, we were there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that wraps up for them this episode. We'll get, we'll get back to Kenzie and Josh here. They've got a, a great fucking finale to talk about. But for now, why don't we move on to the De Jesus clan? Let's do it. Um, My mom and Brittany still don't approve of me dating Jacob because he has a bad reputation. And then we see Nova, or Nova, we see Brianna playing with baby Nova, and Brianna calls Jacob, who took the extra B out of his name in her phone. Did you notice that? I saw that. I sure did. I clocked that. He's like, no, 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 I don't go buy that anymore. Yeah, only one B now. <laughs> so Brianna tells Jacob yeah. that her mom and sister don't approve, but she doesn't care. She's old enough to make her own decisions, so she's she's gonna hang out with him anyways mm. then in the next scene i'm trying to finish up some homework because i'm planning to meet up with jacob today and her friend kanisha comes over um because Brittany and roxanne are out running errands so she's home alone this kanisha girl comes over and it's like brianna's like clearly only hanging out with her because this is like her one friend who has a car so she's like she's the friend that's gonna take yeah. me you know what i mean so she's just like is talking to Kanisha uh -huh. about We've never Jacob. met Kanisha before. No, and we never meet her again. I don't think so. Yeah. No. No, I think you're right about the car thing cuz Brianna does, I think she has a license, but we never see her drive. I don't even know if she Yeah, cuz we saw her get her license, barely. Just barely. Did she even get her license though or was that just like her first lesson? Solid question. <laughs> <laughs> i mean maybe she doesn't have her license to the day i don't know <laughs> i mean she drives everywhere now so I'm, I'm assuming she has one um 
So Kanisha's like telling her, like, you should go. I'll take you. Whatever. So next scene, I'm excited to meet up with Jacob since Kanisha's coming with me. He's bringing a friend, too. And we see we finally see Jacob and we see his friend Brandon and a couple of goons. Well, I, I was going to say Jacob is definitely the better looking of the two. Yeah, but even that ain't saying much. They're just such 18-year-old boys. It's just gross. It's just ugh. They're like not men yet, you know. I know. It's like it's so weird how like and cuz I remember being young, young, I'm still young, but like this age and thinking like I would never think that like a 50-year-old man is hot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then now it's like no, 50-year-old men are way hotter than 20-year-old men, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. No, it's just the the types of men we let fuck with our heads at this age. It's like, you ain't shit. But no, these two are just... I was going to say, like, Jay and Silent Bob, but I'm not even going to say that because they're nowhere near... nowhere near them. But, yeah, I don't know. Brianna could do much better. I don't like Brianna, but she's a cute girl with a likable enough personality. I think she acts really annoying when she's in these situations, though. Whenever she's flirting, she's really bad at it. Yeah, that's like what all my notes say. Brianna's so awkward. Her hands are everywhere. She's looking up at the sky. She can't make eye contact. Like, she's just very awkward. And there's like a funny moment where... Kanisha's like asking Jacob about himself and he says like yes ma'am she's like don't call me ma'am I'm the same age as you I'm making this weird and Brianna is wearing truly brown transitional lenses yes she is (laughs) or as I would say I would say Tom Schwartz transitional lenses but same thing yeah he wears those too Mm -hmm. unfortunately yeah, they look really good on everyone. Yeah. <laughs> but no, they go to like this ice cream place. Again, it's ice cream, pottery painting, only so many options. Mini golf, like, which we saw with Alex earlier yeah, in the season. Yeah. But like everything this guy says, Brianna is either laughing or she's like covering her face. Like, oh my God, this is so awkward. It's like, no, you're not. No, it's not. <laughs> you're doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing it's whatever yeah she meets up with him a second time for mini golf and like you said so awkward kanisha's driving like when they're leaving because once again kanisha had to go with her since brianna doesn't have her own car and she's in the back seat with nova and she's like you know i can't always have nova with me like I I need to be able to, like, hand her off to my mom. Like, I need to be able to be a mom and a girlfriend, whatever. And it's like, Mm -hmm. you shouldn't have had Nova with you to begin with. Like, I understand Nova's so young that, like, she doesn't know who this guy is. But, like, Alex did this, too. Like, stop bringing your kids on first dates. Yes. What do you – what type of guy do you think – Roxy and Brittany are hoping for like would anyone be good enough for Brianna I don't know it's so hard to say because she's Nova's so little still so I think they're just like 
Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Because I was thinking, it's like, even if the guy were to be, like, on the honor roll and, like, have a job, I feel like they'd be like, Brianna, like, do you think he's got time to be a dad? Like, he's got all these opportunities and things going on. Like, do you think he's going to be able to give you, like, the time you deserve? So I just feel like they'll always find a reason. I don't think Jacob was was anything great or anything, but I just don't know if anything at this time would have been enough for them. I agree with that. And I mean, we'll get to it in the next episode, but they really are man haters. Yeah. Well, they've been fucked over a bunch, you know? Like, I don't, I don't remember a lot about their dads, plural, but... Yeah. Daddy's not your daddy. Mm. See, Brianna. Is Brianna dating someone right now? She is. Who's she dating? Who's the guy? I don't know his name, but there was like, she went to like one of those alligator things in Florida with him, you know, when like mm -hmm. they do the alligator and she like sat on the alligator and uh, like, I guess a fan of the show was there and like sold the picture to like the ashley or one of those sites okay and and i and i remember brianna's tweets about that like that has never happened to me before whatever like and then she was tweeting some other things like i'm in love oh. she was sad because apparently she has pcos now and she doesn't know if she can get pregnant again and she's sad because she oh, possibly wants more kids and it's like brianna please please do not get pregnant again unless you're like married She'll have twins. Brianna? Because she said she has PCOS and can't have children or possibly can't have children. Oh. She's going to get pregnant with twins because that's what happens. Jesus yeah. Christ. Not to like make a joke about PCOS. It's literally what I just did. But just the track record with these women and saying shit like that just isn't isn't good. Um, and then, of course, Brittany is with her like adorable fiance. I love that guy. I don't remember his name right now, but just just to go back to what you just said, it's nothing like making fun of PCOS. But what I just think is like people in general need to stop. Like, I don't know if doctors are just telling everyone that they can't get pregnant these days, because I know a lot of people who have like been told by doctors that they can't get pregnant and they're like in a shitty situation and they're like well this is my only shot to have a baby mm -hmm. and it's like i don't know and didn't kale say that the doctors told her she could never get pregnant she had like five more kids after yeah. didn't the, didn't doctors say that to macy macy had another kid when she quote unquote didn't know she was pregnant um yeah Mm -hmm, exactly it, it, it's just like an excuse to be careless i think is what i'm saying and to like not think situations through before you bring children into them yep exactly so that's just my always... rant for the day well yeah and there's just always people that have to fuck it up for everyone you know mm -hmm. that's how it goes yeah so last scene of brianna for this episode i haven't heard from jacob in a few days and i'm really confused because i thought things were going well so she logs on to twitter on the computer which i love and we don't i don't think we see the tweets but she just says that she sees that he's been like dating another girl and she's like 
I can't even talk to my mom about it because I've been seeing him behind her back. So Kanisha picks her up again and Brianna tells her that she saw that he was talking to another girl. And one thing I love about Brianna is that like when she's done, she's done. And Mm -hmm. she even says that to Kanisha. She's like, I honestly don't care. Like, I'm not going to fight with this girl. I'm not going to fight with him. Like, I'm over it. It's done. Um, And then she just blocks his number. And that's that. I have mad respect for that, honestly. Me too. I like that kind of thing. You'll you'll always find another one. There will always be another dude who will be interested in you. But I think that part of the reason that uh, Brianna was so welcoming to Devoin in the next episode is that she really thought she was going to get dicked down by Jacob. And when that didn't happen, she was like, oh, well, now I'm all horned up. So maybe we'll see what Devoin is up to. <laughs> yeah, I mean, very possible. Well. All right. Well, last but certainly not least, we've got Bella DeBall. We got Katie and Joey. I've been staying at my dad's house ever since I found out Joey's been sleeping with someone else. Or, wow, ever since Joey's (laughs) been seeing someone else. I mean that, too. (laughs) That, too. And my friend sent me a picture of Joey and his girlfriend, Bridget, who's got a baby, too. And this girl looks exactly like Katie. Mm -hmm. It is just like when Gary left Amber and it wasn't Christina, but she also works in the scenario. Uh, that girl he dated in between the two of them, it was like a clone of Amber. The the homewreck and whore. Yes, as, exactly. Uh, Amber called her, yep. Yeah, like the same, same hair color, that chocolate brown, the blunt bang, the kid. It was it was insanity. Yep. Uh so we see Katie sitting with Molly on the bed. And she's doing the teen mom thing, like, asking this not-even-one-year-old, like, do you miss daddy? I don't. No, we don't miss daddy. Daddy's a jerk. Like, nice. Really nice. And we go to the Bello Capelli salon, and Katie's going to get her hair done by Jen, who is Snooky and Chelsea Huska's love child. This woman. You loved her, I'm sure. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yep she's got she's orange first of all tan to mm-hmm. the gods she's got the straight black black hair with some feathers going on monroe piercing and yeah just perfect for this time period katie tells her that she wants a big change well you missed yeah. one p- big part about the scene is that, that katie brings molly to the salon with her Oh, of course she does. Because everyone loves when you bring a baby to the hair salon. Absolutely. It does happen um, as someone who works at a hair salon. I remember when I was like two weeks out from having my kid, one of our regulars brought in her newborn and the kid was just screaming the entire time. And my coworker looks at me and she goes, are you ready for this? It's like, fuck. But ironically enough, that coworker just had a baby and brought her in the other day to get her hair done. So just the vicious cycle continues. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but uh, no, she actually seems to do pretty well. Yeah, she But is. no, that's, uh, that's the fucking worst. It's nice to have them at this age where you can just bring them places and they'll like be okay sitting in the car seat or just very minimal stimulation is needed to keep them going. But like now with a th- almost three-year-old, it's it's game over. Like that kid is zoom running across the fucking room in two seconds 
Yeah, like I, you know, there's people debate about this like whole iPad thing, but I can understand the iPad thing in certain situations. Oh, yeah. My kid gets a screen. Not all the time. Like I break it up throughout the day, but in situations when we're at the store and stuff, I'm like, take it. I don't fucking care. Yeah. I, life is hard enough as it is. And I got shit <laughs> yeah. to do. So <laughs> Katie wants a big change. She wants revenge hair. So she says, make it as different as possible. So Jen like gives her some layers, gives her a couple JWoww blonde streaks, some side bangs, and calls it done. Like that's all she did. It's teased in the back too. Oh, that I did you do that hair? I was never a big teasing my hair type of person. Oh God, I was, but it didn't work. There were people I went to school with who did rock that shit when it was like shorter in the back, longer in the front, and they tease the back to be all spiky. But when I tried to do that, my hair is so fine that it like won't hold it. So it just looks like fucking garbage. But no, I tried to do this. Ugh. No, I was never like good at the the poofs and the teasing and stuff like that. Mm. I I just very much like parted my hair all the way to one side and had like huge emo hair. That yes. was that was my thing. Perfect. No, it's just I I'm so lazy about my hair. I I mean I touch it up the color like every two weeks, but like if I had the energy or knew how to do my hair, it'd be all over for you motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> I love your hair. Thanks. Like, I will spend an hour on my makeup if given the opportunity. But when it comes to my hair, I just, like, let it air dry and it ends up in a founding father ponytail. Founding father. I know you know it well, too. Hell yeah. So, yeah, she gets her uh, gets her layers in. And she and her new hair called Joey. And it's Joey's weekend with Molly. And this is the first and longest time Katie will have gone without her for a few days. So Katie calls Joey and asks if she can come by sometime over his weekend to breastfeed Molly. So she doesn't get too engorged. And so her supply doesn't go down. And it's like, your supply is not going to go down in two days. Fucking okay. calm down. I understand that, like, it hurts if you don't. But, like, can't you just pump? Just pump. Oh, like literally knows. my first note is, does Katie not own a breast pump? She can pump. But there's there's women like this, 100%. Like, one of the gals I used to work with, her husband would bring their newborn in, like, for her pump breaks. Like, he would bring her in for her to breastfeed. I was like, no fucking way. No. Uh, but no, you can just pump, for sure. And it's, again, it's 48 hours. You'll be fine. Uh, Jesus. So, but it's neither here nor there. She doesn't fucking care about this. She's just doing it so she can check in on them and see what's going on. Exactly. Joey's like, it's my time with her, Katie. <laughs> but no, she just wants to start some shit and check out his new girlfriend, which she might as well just look in a fucking mirror. But so she drops Molly off and they meet in some parking lot. I think Joey's staying back at the apartment that they shared together. And as she passes Molly off, she goes, asshole and joey's like i'm done being called a fucking asshole katie and katie's like well i'm sorry that you let me get so excited for a wedding and you told me that it was gonna work out and we were gonna be together forever and i don't want to see you have sex with someone else i'm sorry that i love you and i just think it's really funny how little you actually cared about me and joey's, and joey's like i know like 
I, I, you're right, Katie. I don't care anything about you, Katie. <laughs> and at this point, Katie throws a cup of gas station coffee onto Joey all over her car door and window. It almost gets on Molly. And Joey doesn't move. It just looks down. It's like, oh, you almost doused Molly with hot coffee. That's nice. She's like, it's not hot, Joey. It's been in here for days. <laughs> he's like, he's like, once again, I haven't started with you, Katie. And that's the thing, too, is like, he's literally just getting the kid. Like, he doesn't say anything to trigger her anything. Yeah, she's looking for it. Like, I don't know if we missed something or what, but she was the one to throw the coffee which it's been sitting there for days. There was definitely creamer in that coffee, so that's fucking disgusting. There's mold all over that car now. Um, she just outs herself, like, I've left this coffee in my car for days. Like, don't fucking at me, bro. But no, she she does this. She starts shit. And later, when she's like, we only fight when there's a third party involved, it's like, okay, well, we have a whole season of, you know, facts stating otherwise. <laughs> I don't get it. It's like... She didn't even seem like she liked him that much the whole time they were together. And now she's mm -hmm. acting like he ruined her life or something. Right. And when she like, ruined her own life. Like, obviously, his girlfriend is a rebound. Like, that's very obvious in so many ways. But at the same time, it's like, let the kid try to, like, figure himself out and be happy. You were so, so mean to him. He did everything for you. He wasn't perfect, but he did everything for you. And imagine if this were Katie and she had a new guy, like a, a Joey 2.0. She would be like, well, you weren't there for us. You didn't do what you needed to do to be by, like, stand by me and support your family. Like, oh. which is not true. But she would just be defending it and be like, why wouldn't I move on? Like, we're not together anymore. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So Katie starts to cry, of course, because now she gets to play victim. And there's kind of a quick, again, Wayne's world. There's like a back and forth between the two of them when it's like, so we're cool. Yeah, we don't have to fight anymore. Yeah, we're done. Yeah, I guess so. Like, cool. All right, I'll go then. Then go. <laughs> and... So now Molly's gone and Katie's lonely without Molly there to hang out with. So she calls her friend to bitch. And then we check in with Joey, who's taken Molly to some brat brap Adam Lind bullshit, like low level monster truck rally in a fucking random ass dirt field somewhere. And I guess mm -hmm. he's going to be racing an ATV during halftime of this monster truck rally this like was I exactly like you said the chelsea and i was gonna say chelsea and colt chelsea and adam thing uh-huh and his was the same thing too because wasn't adam's like i'm the only four-wheeler here yes and wasn't his like during the halftime too i don't know i just remember yeah he was the only one so it was pointless that he even did it in the first place yeah Exact same situation. Yes. Oh, but uh, Joey and Adam, I mean, they are cut from the same claw. They, yeah. I think we said it in that earlier episode. They, like, could be cousins or brothers, and it wouldn't surprise us at all. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So uh, Bridget, Joey's girlfriend, shows up with her daughter. She has a baby the same age as Molly, which is cute. But they're just like, these babies are just rolling around in the dirt this whole fucking day. 
You forgot to get the kid's name. Kylie? Kaylee? Kin- Kinley. Kinley. K-Y-N-L-E-E. Wow. A woman ahead of her time. That's such a like 2020 name. That's like I have pink real tree camo seat covers in my oh, car yeah. and like yes. listen to Luke Bryan. A hundred percent. Oh my god. I went to my niece's ninth birthday party a few weeks ago and I drove two of the kids back to the house after we were done swimming. And I'm like, okay, girls, like, what do you want to listen to? And I gave the kid in the back the first first song choice. And she's like, I want to listen to Morgan Wallen. I was like, what? <laughs> like, whatever. I don't care what you listen to. But, like, you're nine. You don't want to listen to, like, Under the Sea from <laughs> Little Mermaid. <laughs> you know? And the other girl wanted to listen to, um... oh, fuck another like modern day i guess i'm just not in touch with that age that age is weird to me that like after you're a toddler kid five-year-old to that like teenage that is just not an age i i understand at all it's like i have no idea how old you are Are you two are you 12 i don't know but it's like morgan wallen like all of his songs are about getting like wasted like drinking whiskey and yeah and and calling your ex-girlfriend up and stuff like that it's like don't you want to listen to like olivia rodrigo or something right i should have been like we're listening to the barbie soundtrack we're listening to the josie and the pussycat soundtrack i don't want to hear a word about it fucking shut up yeah that's weird (laughs) um i don't know to me to me like country music is like drinking music like it's all about drinking it's like it's it's only fun to listen to when you're drunk that's just my opinion. I don't even like listening to it when I am drunk. I've never been drunk enough to be like, turn on. Um, the fuck's that guy's name? They're all the same to me. Literally all. No, they are. They are, are the, the same. same person. Yeah, they are the same. They both have uh, they all have the, like a first and last two first last names. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? You yes. know what I'm trying to say. Exactly. <laughs> Um, I but, have seen Luke Bryan twice though, and like, cu- like country concerts are fun. Like, I'm people sure they get, are. People get crazy. I'm sure. Did you see the Rockfest lineup I posted? Yes. Mm. So Jelly Roll. By the way, I was always like, "What song does he sing?" And I know now because it's like on the radio. And then they said that's Jelly. I'm like, that's who Jelly Roll is. He's very country. <laughs> Like, they play that song on country stations that, like, I only talk to God when I need a favor song. Yeah, I don't, I don't even know it, but I do know that he's, like, country merged with rock, and I'm not, I'm not here for it, man. I'm more excited for Vince Neil on the opening night. It's not even Motley Crue, it's just Vince Neil. Yeah. And he's not even gonna sing. But, and <laughs> Jelly Roll's the headliner of Saturday, the biggest night. Last year, that was Slipknot, I think. No, no, it was Godsmack. But it's just like, I don't know. We got spoiled last year. My friend's wife's band is performing at Rockfest, Living Dead Girl. No shit. That's Mm. so cool. Okay, well, I'll make sure to go give them a look. That's a great band name, by the way. Yeah. Um, So Joey Races gets covered in mud, head to toe. And after he's done, he rushes over to Bridget hugs her and tackles her ass to the fucking ground and she's in a white t-shirt and like this 
I saw this shit back in the day. It's like a ruffled layered skirt, but it's got built in shorts. But mm-hmm. he just covers her in mud and like thinks it's hilarious. Like it's so cute. And it's like, oh my God, I'd be so fucking pissed. I would be so annoyed. Mm-hmm. And we see Joey's dad and he's watching over the two babies who are like in the sun, rolling around in the dirt. Like no, not a toy to be seen. Like, don't get me wrong. They can play with dirt, but it's just like, that's going to be fun later. And we check in with Katie and she calls another friend saying that she's bored and lonely. And it's like, go get laid. You don't have your baby and you have a place to yourself. (laughs) Go pull some strange. True. And we go back to Joey's apartment and he's trying to put Molly to bed and she's not fucking having it. She's overtired. She, I guess, hasn't breastfed and maybe that's freaking her out too. And Bridget's like, what do you usually do to put her to sleep? And then he's just like, I don't know. And Katie calls while this is all happening and asks, what time am I getting Molly tomorrow? And he's like, I don't know, like, uh, like two. So you don't take up my whole day. She's like, okay, well, I guess I'll see you tomorrow at two then. Bye. And she goes to her friend's house Oh, yeah, she goes to hang out with her friends and then they're asking her about, like, what's it like being alone and, you know, how does, how she thinks Molly's doing. And she's like, yeah, Molly's probably really worried about me. Okay. And, and one also, of her guys- is this like the is this is like the quote unquote bonfire, right? Yeah. OK, so this was clearly like just thrown together quick for the show. Uh huh. Like producers just like went to the 7-Eleven down the street and got them like some cheap like hamburger buns and stuff and they were like okay because this Mm -hmm. did not this looked like there was like three people there this was just very like put together quick production was like katie we cannot film you for two days sitting in bed calling everyone in your contacts being like i miss my daughter like what should i do about it like we gotta get you out of this fucking house we will we will get all the frozen hamburgers you want just please so her guy friend mentions that eventually like she might want this free time and katie's like yeah you're right like i should be single and mingling it's like yes yes you should and you are gonna want that free time like get your head out of your ass Yes. So Katie, it's time for her to go pick up Molly. And she says she's going to try really hard not to fight with Joey. And immediately after saying this, she just enters his apartment without knocking or anything. Complete power move. And she goes, oh, sorry, I, I didn't mean to come in without knocking. Just uh, just a habit, I guess. And she's like scanning the room to see if the girlfriend's there. And uh, yeah, no fighting happens. You know, no fighting ensues. They just say, I'll see you on Friday, and it goes over well. So, very surprising turnout between the two of these people. So, Joey was feeding the baby, like, formula, right? While she wasn't there? They said it had to have been formula, but they were saying milk. Which, I think at a year, you can start doing milk. Um, But yeah, so, the formula would have been just fine. Or, you want to know what Katie could have done? She could have froze her milk and sent it with them if it was really that big of a deal. Yeah, that's that's why I asked, because I was wondering, like, can't you just give them 
some of your supply, but whatever. Actually, when I, like, right when we had our daughter, I think the rule was you could pump and let the milk sit out for, like, six hours. Like, it's so resilient. I know. Isn't it crazy? But then they changed it to two, like, right after or something. So there was ways around it, but it doesn't matter because that's not what this was about. This was clearly just Katie wanting to have the final say, wanting to know what was going on. Yeah. And that's pretty much how it ends. She has a final conversation with her friend about, you know, I just don't know how Joey could move on so fast. Like, you don't do something like that to someone you love. And then the song they played at the end of the episode, if it means a lot to you, a day to remember, the emo anthem, the emo national anthem. Oh, nice. I screamed. Usually it's like songs that no one fucking knows up by people who are like upcoming artists for that shit. So I know they had they had two two uh, episodes in a row because last week it was Dallas Green, City in Color, and then this week it's uh, A Day to Remember. So that was kind of cool. But MTV also like played A Day to Remember a lot around this time because I remember in season three of Jersey Shore, they like randomly play A Day to Remember <laughs> after Sam and Ron get into a big fight. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Huh. No, they should... I don't know. I mean, it's nice to give upcoming artists that that spotlight for a minute, but I wish that they would have more fun and do stuff like that. Yeah, now they play like all these weird songs like these by like not famous people like these like copyright music. Yeah, on the music television channel. Yeah, where they don't play any music. Yeah. Well, much music, which is like the Canadian version of um, MTV, if you will. Like we used mm-hmm. to have a show called Much on Demand that was like TRL, where like yeah. artists would come and stuff. And so the channel Much Music, for a while, they were showing reality shows and everything too. But now it's all just reruns of like The Simpsons and Futurama and South Park and sure. like Bob's Burgers and stuff like that. Sure. Yeah. I don't know. We've said it before, but like MTV2 is so far superior to MTV. MTV is just ridiculousness with one slot a week for Teen Mom, one for The Challenge. And and one for Jersey Shore Family Vacation. Family Vacation and then Drag Race. Mm -hmm. And then they never replay them, which like I feel like back in the day they would do marathons of shit constantly like other than ridiculousness like they'd randomly have a jersey shore marathon or like silent library or room raiders that type of shit it's it's sad or um engaged and underage yeah uh why is she with him world's toughest parents next mhm yeah those were the made days true life made yes yeah now those you can probably find all those on paramount plus now not in canada not in canada they don't even have floribama shore on paramount plus in canada interesting and i want to watch it uncensored because we have all jersey shore uncensored and all jersey shore family vacation uncensored on paramount plus but no floribama and your Amazon is just completely different from what I remember. Mm-hmm. Amazon, Netflix, 
some things are the same, but it's just, it's so weird. It's annoying. I was actually missing cable this past week, like after they made the announcement to move Raw to Netflix, which I'm fine with, especially if it um, gets uploaded or whatever, like even within a week of it airing, it doesn't even have to be live. But on Peacock here, we don't get Monday Night Raw until a month after it aired. So by then it's like anything could have happened. It's super fucking annoying. Um, But I was missing cable. I'm like, you know what? It really wouldn't be too bad just to have the 60, 70 channels and be able to watch whatever. Like now I have to have six streaming services to watch Mm -hmm. what I want to watch. It's just now we've come back around. Like we got rid of cable so we could just watch what we wanted to watch. And now we have too much. I know, but like shows on cable, like I recorded this like TMZ show about like celebrity stalkers and mm-hmm. I watched it yesterday and the sh- the show was an hour long, like 45 minutes or whatever, but there were so many commercials in it that it literally was probably only a 20 minute show. Like yeah. half of oh, it yeah. was commercials and it's like those cable commercials. So it's like commercials for like insurance and like just the most mm-hmm. annoying shit you know mm-hmm. we get the prep commercials and the hymns or hers or whatever the fuck it's called it's like the website where you can order medication for depression anxiety but also get your birth control and like your male dick pills or whatever that's yeah i don't know what's going on with our ads but god yeah so i hate i hate cable Well, we are going to go ahead and record the finale right after this. Do you have anything else to say before we move on? No, I'm excited to talk about the finale. It's a banger. All right. You guys will hear it next week when you hear it. But uh, yeah, we'll see you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye.